0: welcome back to the listen up podcast where we analyze a new album each week i'm jamie and this week we've got me nick what's up And Jordan. Hey! This week we'll be taking a look at Being So Normal by Peach Pit, released in 2017, and it was picked by me, Jamie. Um, It was their first full LP release and followed their 2016 EP titled Sweet F.A. It has one song from Sweet F.A. that's done a little bit differently on this album, as well as eight other original tracks. Um, the band is composed of Neil Smith on vocals and rhythm guitar, Christopher Vanderkoy, who's on lead guitar, Peter Wilson, the bassist, and Mike Pescuzzi is the drummer. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll just start out with. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more about why I picked this album. Um, it's it's they so it's an album that I've really enjoyed since I first listened to it. Um, I and the reason I actually f- discovered this band was we they were one of the, I guess quote unquote filler bands at Bonnaroo. There's like, you know, at festivals there's the headliners and then there's like wow. the side stages. And Peach you. Bit, was it happened to be Ooh. the first concert we saw of um Bonnaroo last year, 2019. Um, yeah, and they just we watched them. I did. We. I didn't know any of their discography, and then was just like delightfully surprised with how good they were. And then they actually they ended their set with a cover of "Johnny Be Good" by Chuck Berry. That Jack. was. It was interesting. That's yeah, it impressive. was. It was after listening to, you know, thirty five minutes of kind of indie surf rock. It was weird to hear the opening. You Know that opening riff to Johnny Be Good, and I was like, Is this? and then they like actually did it, and I was like, Okay, um, but yeah, like I said, I we saw them at Bonnaroo. and then just ever since then, I've really dug all of their stuff. They actually just came out with um, their sophomore record, You and Your Friends. Sorry, uh, what does late last year or early this year? and it was really good. What does sophomore? record I mean? Does that mean your second record? Yeah, yeah, second yeah. Album? Like, yeah. Like sophomore, yeah. yeah, and it, it's really good. It's got a different feel than this one. Um, It's not quite as like laid back, but it's still really good. Uh, yeah, so I look forward to hearing more stuff from them in the future, and they actually they are a wonderful, they're delightful to follow on um, Instagram and Twitter. Twitter's pretty funny, but Instagram, they do just like they meme themselves all the time and they just make like dumb sketches that are just so funny. So yeah, that, that's a, if you want to check <laughs> them out on Instagram, that's a good time to um, have, have either of y'all like how familiar were either of y'all with their work? Zero.
1: You say you know, zero. The only time I ever knew about their work was when I ate a literal peach pit. <laughs> Wait no, I never eat it. A- are you okay? Do you have to go to the hospital? <laughs> I didn't actually eat it. I meant whenever I <laughs> get to the middle of a peach pit. That was that was a joke. I'm just I'm exit stage <laughs> left. Okay, Nick, sorry what Nick, about what you. Wow, well,
2: um, the only time I had ever heard of them was when you got back from Bonnaroo and you said, "Hey, uh, there's this cool band that uh, wasn't huge that I've come to like a lot now, and they're called awesome. Peach Pit." Dude, that was that okay, was very for, strong. I really reason, was but um. That was, like, the, the plainest <laughs> thing. For
1: for like, how, like, small but, um, they are, they actually have, like, a lot of, like, plays. Like, like their lowest one, their lowest, like, big one has, like, 7 million, you know? Like, that's kind of... Yeah. Like, lowest one has, like, a million and a half. That's still, like, a lot, a lot, you know? I don't know. Yeah, but they're definitely a band
0: that I'm like, how are these guys not, like, bigger? I know. Then they... Than they,
3: mm-hmm.
0: they definitely should be more just, like, well-renowned, I think. Um yeah, I think they're like a really good,
2: just like like indie sounding mm-hmm. artist. It's like very unique. Like, they're
0: like at the top yeah, of their field. For sure. I, uh, yeah, like, and that's kind of one of the cooler parts of them kind of, I guess, quote unquote, being a smaller band because they've done like real tours and stuff. Um, but they mm-hmm. have that very, Jason Isbell kind of has the same approach to social media, just a very, like, responsive and just having fun yeah with the audience on um (laughs) stuff like on instagram they'll i think they'll sometimes you know respond to like dm that people have like questions about songs and stuff um but Mm -hmm. during the quarantine neil and uh chris they've done like just sometimes yeah the lead singer right i was Um, joking
1: like neil uh from our class I know. That's not doxing you. I said Neil, bro. (laughs) I love Neil. Neil, shout out to you, okay? No one knows who
0: he is. But yeah, they'll do like Instagram lives where they'll just like pick a song and Neil will do like the rhythm guitar part to it. And then Chris will do what he does on lead for it, which is like super awesome. I wish more bands would do that with like Mm -hmm. really good songs. John Mayer does it some, but like, I wish I wish more people would do that because I'm like I want to learn from the person who invented it, you know. Um, <laughs> I think John Mayer kinda, disappeared. Yeah, I think it's kind of.
2: I haven't seen I any look, content
0: from him at all. we have to, I we'll have to look for. We'll have to go on a scavenger hunt.
1: Um, facts, facts.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was kind of. I was hoping that you guys would. I would definitely have the most exposure to yes. Peach Pit, and I was, and I think I, I thought it'd be cool to see. Yes. Um, I think this is the first one we've had that has had the most like one sided exposure. Pop Smoke was pretty close, but Nick was had at least like maybe was a little bit new. Okay. Him. Okay. But I was I figured that this would be one where yeah, it'd be yeah. pretty much I knew it and then you guys just like had nothing.
2: Yeah. I knew who Pop Smoke was, but I didn't make who you know ring who down, I it ring down. Nice.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So I guess then we'll just move into kind of general first impressions and feels of the album. All right. Um, I'll let someone else do a little bit more talking because I know I'm going to talk so much during this episode.
1: All right, Nick. Do you want to? Do you want to start it off?
0: <laughs> sure. Sure.
2: So yeah, like I said, um, a minute or two ago, I feel like it's like a really good indie album. And also you can hear influences of like, it's a, it's like a guitar driven indie album. And like the, the guitar like stands out in certain portions more than, more than other, like other, um, just instruments do on the record. I I think for the majority of the record, like, um, but, uh, you also hear other influences like the song techno show is like, uh, kind of like. It has kind of like a like a dance mm-hmm. rhythm to it to me at least.
3: At that show. Show. It's not
2: but um, but overall, uh, I like the I like the feel of the whole album. Like it feels very it, it feels relaxed and chill a lot and then sometimes it, it breaks out into something that you like mm-hmm. don't expect. And I enjoyed that. Like that private Presley solo yeah uh uh-huh yeah that's what i was thinking of
0: yeah Yeah. that uh yeah i am i am high key obsessed with uh chris's tone especially on like (laughs) private presley and tommy's party and stuff like that i love how clean yeah like you can tell there's some overdrive in there and then just that feeding into uh the wah pedal he has on private presley Solo, I just it's like weight of love to me. I just love it so much. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Is that um, is the wah pedal? I was it, it's very clear what the wah pedal is because the guitar
0: starts going like, right, yeah, wah, yeah. Wah, that's wah, wah, and that, that's that's <laughs> it's an it's like an envelope <laughs> yeah. filter if yeah. you look at the uh operation of it from a DSP perspective, but yeah, it, uh, it makes the guitar like wah 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 wah. Yeah, love that shit. I don't know if I like that part.
1: Okay. Well, I guess we'll get into that <laughs> later. But <laughs>
0: okay.
2: um, I was a, I was a fan, but my overall feel was that that um, I generally gravitate towards more relaxed music yeah. and and uh, music that sometimes um, subverts mm-hmm. my expectations. And this album right. did both of those things. It tickled really your buttons.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Jordan, what about
2: you? <laughs> Real button tickler. Uh,
1: yeah, no, I, I I put it on a couple like in the background a little bit when I started, uh, you know, like playing games or doing homework or not homework. What am I talking about? Well, like doing just, dude, I was, dude, I, whoa, dude. I I muted myself, okay, uh, <laughs> or, or like doing like work in the background <laughs> or something. Showing. Uh, but, and it was it was a good album to like listen to in the background if I wasn't mm-hmm. like listening closely, you know. But again, I just just try to listen to it, and it's—I guess—my definition of like a fun song is different than like what your guys' definition of like a fun song is. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, I did like the first half of it though. I think a lot better than I like the second half because it was a little more.
0: That's so funny. Why? Literally literally one of my notes to me, it finishes almost as strongly as any other album I can (laughs) think of. Like hot knife or private testing. Tommy's party. I love those three
1: songs so much. I think those were maybe some of my yep. least favorite. I'm not gonna that's, lie. That's that's fu- it's funny. No, that, that that is really funny. It's so telling. Like you sound mad. Drew. Yeah, co- you sound like. You sound <laughs> oh no, that's no, no, no. it's it legitimately. I'm smiling and chuckling. <laughs> no, yeah, that's I mean, like that's the beauty of music. I know, I know. That's why it, it, it is funny to see all our music tastes come yeah, together and then what we like and don't like but yeah so I, I, I really like the beginning I think a lot uh, got a in l- my personal opinion got a little bit boring towards the end but yeah mm-hmm. my yeah. Take.
0: My, uh, my just general feel I mean I've probably already talked enough about it but I, I love it more. and I actually I knew a lot of the words to like most of the songs I don't know because I don't know how many times I've listened to it Um, but for, for somehow like reading them added a different level of meaning like a different level of processing what the lyrics were mm-hmm. and so i actually like read a, i read it and understood a little bit differently the words that i had heard like hundreds of times so i thought that was that was that was an interesting mm. thing
1: interesting
0: um, yeah um as far as as far as like specific things about this album but I, if I were to look at, I I love the amount of metaphor used throughout it, um, because it's the kind mm. of thing where, you know, it it fits with whatever's going on musically, and so you can kind of tune out the words a little bit. But if you actually listen to them, some of them it's like really interesting songwriting, um, like the idea of Darren dropped the guillotine, uh, like the idea of having a friend who is unintentionally hurting you i i've don't it's such an interesting way to say that, you
3: to that on me, you never me
0: by saying you're you know you're <laughs> dropping a guillotine on me even though you don't really want to hurt me i thought that was like yeah. i don't i don't think i ever would have uh and that's why i don't write songs honestly because i can't <laughs> i don't i don't go that yeah. <laughs> much it. um yeah
2: something something similar to that that i um liked i think it's in uh being so normal when he says uh, like um it's in the chorus and he says but i grew my hair and you got tattoos
3: but i grew
2: It's it's in um, it's enveloped by him talking about like kind of like missing someone. And he says, but I grew my hair and you got tattoos. And man, that's hard to look through. And I thought that was like an inventive way of him saying, like, basically times have passed and things have changed. But instead of saying that,
0: he just he just described their physical characteristics and you just understand what he means based off of that. Yeah, I mean, because the lines before that is like sometimes I can still see you just like I used to, and then they used to followed mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. like concrete like you know, appearance changes. It's a very and and it all like yeah. rhymes and fits really well with the music. Which is cool. mm-hmm. Cause it's just cool because it's kind of the album is like I don't know. It seems it's a very I don't know. I guess angsty ish, but. You can still mm-hmm. apply like what the songs, the the, the meat of what the songs are. You can still apply that throughout many situations in life. We just kind of, it touches on things that don't really leave, in the human existence.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Also, already Aphrodite. Uh, it's, like that's something that everyone knows who Aphrodite is, but it's it's a whole nother level mm-hmm. to take that and apply it to like oh man this person kinda whether like you know she played the narrator or whatever happened there in some way she heard him and then he was like man you know uh, well alrighty Aphrodite go whip that red for other eyes is a line in the chorus and that's like mm-hmm. the painting of her with the red hair
3: well alrighty Aphrodite go whip that red
0: so i don't know there's just stuff like that that's pretty it's stuff that i would never have thought to write about or to use to convey <laughs> yeah yeah know, the, the the meaning behind the words
2: yeah that, that's something i always enjoy in lyricism when um when uh when artists use specific scenarios or specific characteristics to convey a feeling that's, that's common and that a lot of people can feel, it's just, it always, it always surprises me because I, like, like you said, like, that's why I don't write songs. Like, I don't feel like I can think that creatively. And so whenever I hear that, I'm like, Hey, (laughs) "Hey, yeah. in like like
0: looking back at something, I can, I find it, I can like, you know, apply those things but i would never
1: create those kind of situations yeah Mm -hmm. i mean practice makes perfect too like at the end of the day you know if you really wanted to start making stuff i mean yeah i mean obviously we will probably wouldn't be that good at it but you know after a couple years you know dude that's why i want to
0: become a lead guitarist and not a uh not a singer because i don't want to have to write the music
1: i'll i will be the singer okay okay beautiful we leave them to the contract. thick thighs double hey, thick jordan, thigh. you have to jordan what, you have to download
2: now. you have to download ableton ableton is that a thing is thing. that
1: a beat app yeah it is oh, okay so no, like i'll just beat. use a... Uh, what is it garage
0: band yeah. yeah that's what i used to make our uh, make our intro videos. you could but <laughs> <Yeah, it> works. <laughs> you know um plug garage band
1: i, I can't believe
2: you didn't support. use our rap one but we need to support true 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 another Also, that was that
0: was also kind of drawing back on the um, just like the interesting songwriting on the album. I really love uh, Tommy's Party and
3: that girl who tagged along there with you. I never caught her name, but she seemed fucked up too. Where I sat, she to be having fun keeping up with you Just like I used to
0: From both a musical aspect love it but also it's at least in music that I am familiar with it's written about a perspective that is a very real experience but I feel like doesn't get like it's not sung about in song but it's definitely like, mm-hmm. okay i think it's something that everyone who's had friends for more than like four or five years has experienced how um you know the whole thing or the the first half is written from tommy tommy's perspective and he he was actually he was him and neil were uh roommates and this kind of had like they like, were a basis in like a real okay. like situation but it's like hey you know it, it's written about tommy voicing to neil that like you know what happened to the level of friendship we had because now you've got this like Mm. girl whether it's like a you know a real relationship or just someone else you're hanging out with like yeah what happened to the times that we had
1: oh that's so tough
0: and and, yeah because i mean that's something that like everyone has experienced who had childhood friends but i feel like it's Mm-hmm. Very rarely. I don't even know that I can think of another example that like it's been explored in like an art form But I just, I think that that's so cool really? to have a song about the, yeah. I mean, just to have something deal with that. thought that was pretty cool. It is. It is. Um, yeah. And then kind of the, the last thing I had was like how the entirety of Private Presley b- is written in a very interesting structure because it it at the same time kind of uses historical references to Elvis Presley's life to also convey Mm. the narrator's intent of saying, like, you know, that they miss whoever they left behind. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's just... It's really weird i don't know like what because they're they're okay so they're from vancouver vancouver so they're not really oh, okay. tied to you know southern history used in lines like um two-room shotgun house uh talking about you know maybe they have river winds in
2: yeah and he he mentions uh, uh memphis and Tupelo right
0: and and because so uh yeah, like Elvis, I'm pretty sure Elvis was born in Tupelo. And the first line, I'm pretty sure, is about, like, he had a stillborn brother. Because, like, the first verse is about a mom and her son dying in childbirth. And so that's like, okay, what is the song going to be about? And then it moves into, like, Love Me Tender. And then the old slew foot that he says is a reference to a Johnny Horton song. And that's like kind of a country background, so that also fits into the Presley thing. I don't mm-hmm. even know what "Cried oh, Private Presley." I don't know what that means,
1: but it's cool. Private Presley. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> and, but then, like the second verse, you know like the bus line, people shout, reach out my hand to the sidewalk crowds. You know, like a touring musician, both the narrator and the yeah, ear, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the um, Elvis. I couldn't remember Elvis's name, and sure. then. <laughs> talks about wanting to go home be Elvis, and then yeah it just it's it's weird to to weave the idea even down to the line uh in the chorus my voice is back home while i'm in hell would be elvis having his you know like established kind of established music career to then him going and like fighting in world war ii
1: wait did he fight in world mm-hmm. war ii mm-hmm sorry yeah, he went I thought I heard gym. you say it, but then I—I I don't know why that just struck me again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they, it was, and then, wait, how 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 old are they? They they looked kind of young on the thing, like, right?
0: They're like twenty six, I think. They're like a few years older than us. Interesting. They like they they founded the band in like high school for a, or oh. Chris and Neil started the band in high yeah. school Never for mind. like a music project. Never and mind.
1: Then, yep. Okay, I'm caught up. Sorry. I just had a really yeah. bad brain fart. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So I just... I,
0: I thought that that was just a a weird and really cool written song. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Yeah, mm-hmm. Jordan apparently has other thoughts, but I <laughs> just absolutely love that solo. Oh, I also know, really like Hot Knife Erla.
1: Okay, I, I like the solo. You're talking about Private Presley, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the solo... I also like the part where like it seemed non like sequential at the end, you know, or kind of like kind of like not okay, not not non sequential. It seemed kind of like uh, sporadic of that mm-hmm. uh, that guitar like where, where like yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to recreate <laughs> this out because I can't. No, I gotcha. I'll I'll cut it in. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it in yeah, for sure. Yeah. If I
0: haven't already, I've probably. Use that before in this episode, but if not, then I'll definitely put that in so that people can understand what you okay, are okay. On a lot of peeing.
1: but like, I, I okay, I I really did like that part, I really did like that part of the song, so yeah, it just builds so
0: well, and then there's just that like chaotic climax of energy that I True. just love, and then it goes back down and kind of you know chills out a little bit. I okay. got, um, yeah, but that's that's where he's just got like a wah pedal going with his foot, and then. You just like going ape shit on the strings while holding like the chords. It's a really cool technique. Um, it's used a lot in like slide guitar solos and stuff, like Derek Trucks. He does that a lot. But it's always if if you watch like a visual like a visual and um um performance of someone doing something like that it's it's crazy to watch because I don't know how people can do it accurately. So that's neat if you want to check out a uh, live performance of stuff like that. I got you, Private Presley. It's it's probably private as
2: in yeah. like military. Oh, rank. Private wait, Presley.
1: That's what that's what that yeah. That's what I, I was thinking too. It. Bro, that's smart. Sorry, I thought yeah yeah.
3: It.
2: Cried oh Private Presley, she swayed right. like the trees. Wait, what did yeah, so? Like she's probably. Sorry, like, wait. What, what did you
1: guys think Private man
0: I just had no idea. I just we didn't it know. Defeat
1: at that point. Oh, okay. I, I, uh-huh. Sorry, I should mean, have. I, sh- I should have. A lot of sense. I should have jumped in and told you. I I, th- I thought it did mean, because. It, it, it's just okay, thunder, when you start talking dude. about Elvis Presley and like the military, I was like, though that makes pretty good sense, like Private Presley? I I thought it was like
0: I don't know, I just kind of assumed it was like a like a like a like a, a missing like private musician, but that doesn't make sense. So yeah, definitely the military.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got you.
0: yeah i think i think hot knifer is the most it's the sound okay it's a song that's like the most sounding like being about smoking weed song that i've ever heard that is just about smoking weed
3: it's a, yeah it's a whole I, vibe. I love
0: i love the chorus to it so much i love that
3: chorus hash and smoky trails
0: Like the vocal lines in it, the like chilled guitar, the kind of like a little mysterious uh vocalization with it. Man, I love it so much.
1: I said a little too slow for me, but I could see that. It's oh it's very slow. It doesn't even like um, when does it say any like lyrics? Like like thirty seconds in or something? What? It's oh. pretty far in.
2: I, th- I thought you meant like you did nah, nah, the nah. lyrics in the song and I was like, what?
1: Yeah, uh, we were listening to the uh, We were listening to uh, the You and Your Friends album, right? The, the, the You <laughs> and Your Friends album?
0: No. Yeah. But like, it, it, it's such an interesting song. and I guess it's interesting, but it's written pretty neat about just kind of like m- like kind of missing someone, but then also being resigned to the fact that it's like you know, I guess you do you and I'll do me kind of thing. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, but just, just the chorus. I love so much.
2: I like the, yeah, yeah. I like, I like the like melancholy feel to it. There's
0: a lot of good imagery in it too. Um, you don't hear the word droves used a lot in song, which is pretty cool. Like time's (laughs) been floating by in droves, hiding dark in tides. Pretty cool. Um, Yeah, like, Glow Red Blossom into Flame. Um, Hash and Smoky Trails are leading into Sighs. I've Been Blowing O's as You Don't Know My Name. Like, there's a lot of... I don't know. Even the imagery used is kind of, like, melancholic, you know? It's pretty cool, though. Mm -hmm. I got you. Definitely definitely fits with the... I would say with all the songs. You don't really have any songs that... um, the lyricism doesn't fit with what's going on musically you know like so we've Mm -hmm. because we've talked about a few songs in the past where it's like it doesn't you know the music and the words kind of are at odds with each other but like most of this album if it's like sad lyrics it's a sad song you know drop the guillotines i guess (laughs) it's a bit of an exception to that because it starts out just like a very you know that that's probably the most <laughs> one of the most rocking songs on here. I think most rocking,
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Well, and which is also cool because it starts off with "Drop the Guillotine," which is a very like high energy track.
1: Yeah, then, I like, do Jordan actually like said, that song.
0: Throughout the album, it gets kind of less and less. Not me is still pretty energetic. I would say it's more energetic than Shagu's side turn. Um, but yeah, like what a difference <laughs> ending on Tommy's party and starting with drop the guillotine yeah um and shagu's side Mm -hmm. turn there's actually in looking at like the lyrics apparently the like shagu's side turn well he was in indonesia he had a guy named shagu who would constantly say like we got a side turn or like ask him if he wanted a side turn and then what finally he was like what is that and then it's just like crystal meth he like snorts crystal meth off his knuckles (laughs) <laughs> so because I was listening to it and I was like what does that what does it mean and then and then it makes sense because then it's like <laughs> I've noticed I'm feeling like Shagu face down then up on it again that's him you know snorting it off his knuckles as without a weight I'm just like you side turned and ripped his shit again and I was like oh yeah that yeah I can yeah makes sense which is just not I, I not in a million years would have guessed that that's what the basis of an entire song was for <laughs> but that one's a pretty groovy tune.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do like that. Yeah, one. I, I think
0: see. that's all like the really specific elements and like that I wanted to get into.
1: Great, glad that, that was a quick. Op- I think no, I good. think
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think purely because I like
2: had no idea what he was talking about in that Shaggy side turn. I think that that made that was probably probably one of my least yeah. favorite songs on the album. But like I did like the instrumentation yeah. to it.
0: I I, that, I I was kind of the same way that one or not me, I think would probably be my, my lowest, uh, Mm
2: -hmm. rankings. Yeah. I think I feel that way too. Like, um, I, I really like Mm -hmm. most of the songs on the, on the album. Like, like, um, it, like, I, I don't like love the album. Like, it's not like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like my enjoyment of the majority of the songs on the album doesn't reflect my overall feeling for Is the it, album. Because I I, li- I like the album, but as much as I liked each one of those songs, I feel like I would like it more than I feel like I do. Like I don't feel like I would throw on the album a whole lot okay, to listen okay. to, but I did enjoy listening to a lot How of the songs. How dare song. you. Good
0: Not job, Nick. Good this. job. I don't know. You know, and it's funny because that's like, there's not like a word for that feeling, Uh but I definitely experienced the same thing. There are albums, I can't really think of any right now, because like you said, it's not an album that you're ever like, yeah, I'm just going to put it on. But there are definitely albums where I'll hear songs and I'm like, man, this song's good and this song's good and this song's good, but I never just won't feel like listening to the album. Well, I think and I don't really know what, yeah. like what that is but I like I can also say that I definitely experienced that.
1: No, nah, that's why I have like a hard time choosing an album. Well the first one I just really liked the Pop Smoke album, but that's why I have a bad hard time choosing like other albums because there's I'm kind of a listen to songs that I like and almost all the time I never like like and I never like a like more than a couple songs on an album to listen to mm-hmm. it more than once. So then it just creates this thing of like, well, mm-hmm. I really like this song and I want them to listen to it, but all these songs aren't that good, I don't think. And then like, I don't know, it's hard yeah. sometimes. It's hard for a pimp out here.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I get it though. I I used to be someone who I never listened to like actual albums or anything. I always I had one or two songs from artists,
1: yeah, and so. that was like
0: my entire library. And then I don't know, I hit a, I hit a, I don't know what was the catalyst that, like, caused me to change. But for some reason, I just suddenly was like, nah, I like that now.
3: I don't know what <laughs> happened.
0: It was like, it was like day and night. Just for some reason, suddenly, I was like... You woke up one <laughs> day, yeah, had a egg cool.
1: breakfast. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna listen to albums for the rest of my life now. <laughs> yeah, just gonna I mean, right I there.
0: still, you know, I still just put my... I don't I don't really make playlists. I'm not a playlist person. Yeah, I don't make playlists either. That's I just, I take my life... If I'm not listening to, like, an album... Then I'll just go in like my liked songs on Spotify, of which I have 3,500, and then oh, I just shuffle play. And so then, it, but, but I'll hear songs and I'm like, oh, that reminds me. I want to listen to this song. And then I, just, I, I build cues like a, like yeah. a madman. Yeah. I but I don't ha, I don't make that's my what, own like set playlists. That's I what I, my I daily do. Daily mixes, but
1: that's it. That's what, that's what I do too. That's, that's why I prefer Apple Music over Spotify most of the time is because Apple Music's, more of an access, like, individual songs kind of thing, whereas Spotify yeah. is more of, like, a playlist maker. But I will say, I love... Like, I don't make my own Spotify playlists,
0: but I love Spotify's curated playlists that they themselves make.
1: Yeah, I actually... Do. Sometimes, I won't... F- it's
0: much better than Apple's, like... Yeah. Playlists they
1: make. Like, the funny thing is, I've been on Apple Music for so long that now I'm on Spotify just because it's on my computer... I mean, it's easier to access. I don't mean, even mm-hmm. if I can't access Apple Music on a PC, It'd probably be kind of hard. You but... just use iTunes. Yeah, but who uses iTunes? Where right? nobody. It's such a bad program. It such is such a bad <laughs> it, is. it still looks like it's like made in like 2008 or something. Any it's the worst, worst part about the Apple ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. But so, uh, oh gosh, aren't they like doing away? They right? might I hope be. So I don't know, but oh gosh, what was I about to say? Oh, oh they'll like make me stuff and put a song in there that I've already downloaded from Apple music that I haven't like found on Spotify yet. And so it like tells me that like Spotify knows what my like music taste is really well, because yeah. like it, it'll even be like a not very known song. And i will be like, what like I've never heard anybody mention it, but Apple, uh, Spotify will give it to me in like a playlist. I'm like,
3: bro, how'd they, how'd they yeah, know? They, they were, were just recommending
1: me the song that I've already, whatever algorithms they use for, yeah, they're like
0: making really especially like daily mixes and stuff it's yeah. i I want to know you know <laughs> how they do it from just like an algorithmic aspect because it's it works it's very good, good, uh, good. I guess we should get back on topic later.
1: yes
2: uh <laughs> They they recently, re- I don't know if you guys got it, but they recently released the Your Summer Review Oh, really? Playlist. Oh, I love those playlists. And I think it's like songs that you yeah. listened to last summer. I never listened to them. And it's like super cool. I was like, I haven't listened through it yet, but I was scrolling through it and I was like.
0: Yeah, I love all of their <laughs> like in-review playlists they make. They're always so cool. I love like the year-end ones and then looking at the like analytics.
2: Bro, the last song <sighs> on this playlist is Brick by the ben Five. I'm, I'm going to cry
0: a local hero or i guess formerly local a, we were local
2: <laughs> ben folds is from uh from from winston jordan
1: i think i've heard of him before actually
2: i know he probably he's pretty he's pretty yeah. right now. i know he went to reynolds high school and then he yeah. i don't know if he went to chapel hill or if he kind of started his career in chapel hill but um yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, uh, and, I remember hearing his uh, name. Cla-
1: Claire probably mentioned me mentioned him. Yeah, and
2: Childish Gambino mentioned him in the song Sweatpants.
1: Never Strip. heard that song?
0: Got five honor like Ben yep. Folds. Oh. Because it's the Ben Folds five is the the band that he had. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: The ben Folds. <laughs> Um yeah, I mean, did did either or y'all have any more like specific musical
1: aspects you liked? Um, I like the alliteration of "Alrighty Aphrodite." I think it like went really well in the song. Not many so- like whenever songs do good alliterations, I don't know, it just makes it a lot more catchy. Like, hold up, yeah, I, I I forgot what the beat was to it, but it's like. Sing it, Jamie. (laughs) What's the what's the part with all all alrighty? Hello, alrighty, Aphrodite. Yeah, I don't know. It just that's the it just flows better.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because like it is alliterative, and also I don't know why it just feels like it feels sassy. it's uh like a clap back. It's
1: got a little attitude. Alrighty, yeah. daddy. okay. Yeah, it's right. like, well, alrighty. Alrighty then. <laughs> no. Also, I think Techno Show is like my least favorite. It just didn't... It just seemed kind of boring. Mm-hmm.
2: The, the first time I listened to it, I didn't like it as much as when I listened to it um, in the car on the way back to my apartment today. I was like, I, I kind of like the change of pace.
3: Yeah,
0: I don't know. I had that too, but I still like never... It, my feelings about it never evolved to the point where I really like it a whole mm-hmm. lot. But I definitely like it more now than I did. That was always like...
2: Like if you, if you were going to skip a song, you would skip that one?
0: Yeah, that one or Not Me. I got you. And I don't know. I don't know why. I like Not Me more, but it's still that one. Um, and then Shagu's Side Turn. That was one that I like. used to skip, but now I'm like, yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Even before I really knew what the words were, I was just... For some reason, I was like, okay, I couldn't get this now. <laughs> I dig it. I
1: dig it. <laughs> yeah i also i think okay the one that i was actually talking about earlier with the non-sequential rhythm of the instruments playing at the end was mm-hmm. being so normal i don't know if there actually is a rhythm there probably is but like at the end it just seems like the guitar just keeps going in and out at like random times you know <laughs> Like, like it probably is rhythmic at some point, but like when I was listening to it, it, just sounded like it kept going in and out. Like I was expecting it to just keep playing, and then it would just stop. and would be like, okay, I guess it's done now, and then it'd pop back in. I'd be like, oh, that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I think I and I'll, I'll I'll cut that in, and I'm pretty sure that I'm I'm thinking correctly of what you're talking about. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a if you listen to like the background there's a lot of cool musical stuff that's happening that's definitely overshadowed but if you like really pay attention to you're like oh that's that's neat yeah i uh, like i like
2: towards the end of private presley the um the strings that they throw in the the the, like it sounds like more than one violin so that's why i just say strings Mm -hmm. but um yeah some some arrangement of of strings but um it it kinda mm-hmm. swells up I think at the end of the last chorus and then after the chorus when um when it like the strings kinda swell and then like they cut all the music and then that's when the the uh, the big guitar breakdown starts. That was really cool.
0: Yeah, it that it definitely is a very cool uh It's a good a nice emotional swell musical moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys always say the same thing. It's a good score. <laughs> cinematic with that <laughs> any uh any other I guess like anything else you guys want to add before we get into the ratings
1: I don't think so for me I liked um
2: yeah I mean we've pretty much mentioned everything that I put in my my lyrical and my my musical notes I did like uh, mm-hmm. I put that I like the lyrics or I said I like the sentiment of techno show how he's not like super into the music but he's He's into the girl that he's with, so instead of being like snobby and being like, "I don't want to dance to this crappy music," he's like, "Well, I'll just have fun because she's having fun, and and I'll have fun that way."
0: Which is it's, and I think I can't remember if this is actually the case or not, but I'm pretty sure because he like doing little like interstitial stories between songs Mm -hmm. while like tuning or guitar changes and stuff. I'm pretty sure that that's like literally what the song is like that's the nail on the head what this song is about he was like uh yeah I, i'm pretty sure if i remember right he was like i had this friend and we were really we were really cool um and she liked going to like techno shows and stuff and i didn't like she liked going to raves <laughs> but i didn't um but yeah, she was really hot. So <laughs> I actually went to a few raves, uh, and I'm pretty sure that that's also the the person, the girl he's with in Tommy's party as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're really funny guys as well. Seeing them like just hear Neil just say like stories or just talk at Bonnery, it, God, it was just funny because it was I, it was a very it was probably one of the more personable performances I've seen people make mm-hmm. uh-huh. where you could tell that he wasn't like super comfortable. So he was just like <laughs> saying whatever, sometimes going on into a little too much detail, uh-huh. but it was, is, it was really, it was very humanized. Did you say Neil is the, the singer or the guitarist. He's the singer. Okay. He's the singer. Chris yeah. is the guitarist. And they also, at least for the being so normal tour, they wore the same outfits every time. <laughs> um, because that's what they they had their, like, whoever get for their first music video they made. And their goal was to look like they were dressed up as, like, little men. Like, what, what parents would dress, like, dapper clothes that parents would get for their, like, five-year-olds <laughs> to go to a nice birthday party. Well. <laughs> that was their goal. And then they just... That's fun. That's just what they were, cause it, they, I'm telling you, they like they mean the shit out of everything. <laughs> they got a new van, and we're giving away their old van, just giving it away <laughs> to whatever band. And they made this whole sketch about it. It's just hilarious.
2: I'll have to give them a follow.
0: You, you and check out the and email. especially their like the IGTV. Oh, um, I got you. Like that, they have a, yeah. a most of their sketches are like in on instagram in that format and they're really funny their music videos are pretty interesting too on youtube not okay go type Dude, sorry i'm simping so hard
1: guys (laughs) bro it's okay we all have artists and people that we all have entertainers we love so much and we'll do anything for oh also both them and their fans
0: everyone is our daddies (laughs) So like if you look at their Twitter and stuff, oh. they they both call people daddy, and then also oh. uh, if if you're a fan and you reference like reference them, you say daddies as well. It's very weird, but that, I that's I kind of a
1: cool it. like back and forth. Like it's so funny. It's not. God, it's not it's so the funny. It's not the person in charge and the people yeah. following. You it's, get, we're all on the same level,
0: you know. You can really see it in the like if you look at the YouTube, like the comment sections of
1: no, a lot of daddy. their music
0: videos because they respond to. There's some some they're more responsive, but they actually respond to a lot of comments, and they're just like "thank you, daddy" and stuff like that. <laughs> it's very weird, but I I love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we can kind of just start, start wrapping her up then. If you guys don't have any more like specific standout stuff. All
1: right.
3: Um, i don't think so
0: all right so i guess we'll go with nick and then me and then jordan and jordan you can announce um, <laughs> next week's album
1: okay okay <laughs> so,
0: so take it away
1: nick. <laughs> yeah um uh
2: i really enjoyed it i feel like it's almost not exactly right to call it like an indie album because it's it sounds really like polished and well put together but
0: i feel like it it's it's a lot of genres. Yeah, uh-huh. I just I I think of it as indie rock, mm-hmm. but I mean there's also like surf influence. They describe it as chewed up bubblegum pop. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean I just said I just describe them as just indie rock because I feel like indie's kind of a catch-all term anyway.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I um I just really enjoyed the the whole vibe that it had and the Mm-hmm. The the timbre of the singer's voice is, is something that I wrote. I just like uh you said it was Neil, right? I like yeah. the um just the like it's almost like kind of like calming. Like yeah. a, um and um I I kinda like the, the general like not partying, but um I don't it has kind of like a, a young adult like adolescent coming of age vibe to it. I, I kind of felt it at least. Yeah, I gotcha. And I, I, I like I like that stuff. So mm-hmm. um big ladybird guy. <laughs> I've never seen Ladybird. I'd probably like it. You <laughs> know who I am. <laughs> probably. But um I give it a solid I'd give it a solid I, Seven, I think seven out of ten. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: You're, gonna, you're gonna take her away, Jordan.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait, I thought you said. Wait, did already you do yours? No, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I think oh Jamie, my bad. Yeah. Oh my.
0: Jamie, then Jordan. Oh my god. Wow. Sorry <laughs> about that. I didn't. Uh, I didn't rearrange the the names in my notes and
3: just blank mm, on it. Um,
0: <laughs> but yeah, like I I love this album, loved it before really digging into the lyrics still love it um pretty much said all all I really can say on it uh, but I will give it I'll give it a nine and a half Ooh,
1: gosh dang
0: because it's not quite I have I already have in mind what my first ten is gonna <laughs> be and so I can't preemptively really? give it now so nine and a half
1: right i really want to know what your
2: ten is but I surprised myself. You will. Rating, you will find out. later mechanical bull
0: a ten out of ten last week, but it just it just made sense when I thought through it. Sometimes it, it when it feels right, it
1: feels right, and you know, and a nine and a half felt right for this <laughs> one. So I don't think I could ever give an album yeah. ten out of ten. That I means I have to have like every single song on there, and there's at least an album that I don't really like every single song. On. But so I guess it's my Take turn. A, yep. break, bring her home, Jordan. Bring her home. <laughs> okay, so. Again, not my type of music. Like a lot, but it wasn't bad to listen to. You know, I like the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, ending's probably one of the worst endings of an album I've ever heard in my whole <laughs> life. But you know, other than that, um, I'd probably give like a. I keep going back and forth between like a half number and a whole number. I want to say like you know what I'll just i I'm, I'm usually pretty generous giving stuff. I'll give it a four. I'll give it four. Oh,
3: okay. Pretty
1: so generous. Uh, I think that's what you gave. Turn blue. Oh, Actually, give that. it a three point five. For <laughs> of mine. Dang, no. yeah, I knocked. I'm it down sorry. Too. I I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't, I don't know if Nick, I... you talked him off the ledge. No, I wanted to give it a three <laughs> All right,
0: so then that brings us to an <laughs> overall score of six, six, six. Oh, <laughs> wow! Look at what you did, Jordan. Look at what you did. Look at what you did. Um, (laughs) And actually, I wanted to correct what I said last week with Mechanical Bull. I said that it was a... Coming back. It was like tied okay, with uh, Turn Blue. And that is, in fact, not the case. It is... Turn Blue was a 6.39. So Mechanical Bull is still our highest rated album. What was Mechanical Bull? But not anymore, right?
2: What was mechanical bull? Was it a six point
0: eight? Six
1: point eight, yeah. Ooh, I and oh, and this thrown
0: Yeah, this is six point six six, so it is oh. second highest,
3: actually.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoops! I didn't even know that would happen, but
3: yeah, yeah.
1: My bad, Jamie. My bad. I'm sorry. Brought out the devil's number. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking that lettuce. So are you guys excited to hear what Yeah, yeah. Uh let's uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and announce what the next one's going to be. We'll be listening to the Offbeat Master Himself Oh, oh Blueface Babies oh, god. uh Dirtbag from 2019. Oh god. <laughs> oh, let
0: me let me correct my correction. My spreadsheet was broken. Oh, uh my they gosh. are still tied. They are still tied. Both are 6.83. Bro, did you just do math wrong Wait, again?
1: What six point eight three?
0: Yeah, yeah, my, my spreadsheet average formula was wrong. Uh, oh so my. turn blue is still tied with mechanical.
1: Oh. So what what is the album, Jordan? Dirtbag by Blueface. It had such a good build up, Jamie. You better. You you did. better it was
0: her. it was actually in delivery, if it weren't for my foolishness, it would have been flawless.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: Blue So baby. what
1: uh what what drove you to this decision? Um, okay, well, again, the album's 22 minutes long, so it's not even really, like... Another short one? Another short one. Yeah, it's not really... I, I like most of the songs on there, and if I didn't like a song, it was only, like, two minutes long, so it it, mm-hmm. it made me like the whole album. I was thinking... Like, I'm trying to do albums I like as a whole more than just albums I really have, like, one song that I really like on it, but this song... Well, okay, I'm not gonna tell you. I really I listened to a lot of these songs. Maybe not a lot of them, like at least three of them, four of them, like a lot, a lot. But then there's one song that like this is the album that got me into Blueface. One of the songs on here is that like got me into Blueface. So Mm -hmm. that's also why I want to listen to it because I still love the song to this day. Gotcha? yeah. Little pumps on this album. I I don't really listen to that song though. But just be prepared. (laughs) <laughs> no, please. <laughs> good again, good again, good again. Mm. My okay, okay. Demonetize.
0: <laughs> what? I would demonetize myself.
1: <laughs> no, right? it's so hard to get monetized, but anyways. That's a rant for another day. But... <laughs> All right. Do we want to say what we've been listening to this week? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I've just been listening. Honestly, I've just been listening to this album
1: and a lot of podcasts. Still RTJ4 a little bit, (laughs) but not as much. Interesting, interesting. I still need to listen to that album, but maybe when you guys can suggest it for me. (laughs) Maybe we have the past month. Yeah, (laughs) wait. Wait, wait, what'd you say in the when like
2: the uh, You said maybe one of you guys can suggest it to me, right?
1: Oh no, I mean I mean as like uh oh, the Ooh. album on Awkward. the podcast. Awkward. Oh I got you, I got you. Awkward. I thought you meant RTJ four yeah. and I was like wh- we've I think we've both said something about no. the past three podcasts. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right. So I don't I think it was this week. Uh do you guys know the song What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow? No. no. You you probably heard it on TikTok where it's like, What's poppin'? Brand new whip just hopped in. Oh, maybe. I got options. I could pass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it okay. has like this, like, I, piano. I it has like a piano in the back. It's like. Yeah. They came out with a, a remix with DaBaby, Tory Lanes, and Lil Wayne.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And not only that, but Jack Harlow also redoes his verse. So, mm-hmm. you know how a remix usually like someone keeps their verse and then someone just adds to it? Yeah. He he did a new verse for this song also. So the only thing that's the same is the chorus, which is kind of crazy for like a song or like a yeah. remix song. Um I listened to this song called Banana that has Shaggy in it hm. by Conqueror. I've never heard of them but they they sample uh the the Banana Boat song which is like "Day-lights come man, we want to go hm. home." Okay,
0: yeah, uh, definitely familiar from, like, elementary school music class.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just make sure. Or Lil Wayne's like, six foot, seven foot, eight foot. Mm -hmm. That samples that, too. I remember when that song came out, and everyone was like, Dude, six foot, seven foot. Oh my gosh! I so- I'm like, oh, that really sounds like the banana boat song. And then everyone's like, no, it doesn't, dude. It sounds like Lil Wayne. And I'm like, yeah, oh dude. My it God.
0: absolutely. Gosh, was- that's like I thought that the first time I
1: heard it.
3: I know. I'm and understand. Then
1: there's this weird like re- 1992 song that I found called the uh, They Want EFX. I think it was playing on my TV, like on those, one of those music stations by like accident. I just really liked it. It was a, it was a, it's a rap from 1992. But that's what I've been listening to. Mm-hmm gotcha
2: that's
1: pretty much it
2: <laughs> gotcha um riding off the hive last week i listened to all of kings of leon's discography except for their second album um mm-hmm. uh, i enjoyed only by the night a lot which is the album that kind of blew them up with you somebody um yeah. I also got back into a uh guy who um makes music pretty close to us. His name is, well, his band's name is His Golden Messenger. And he makes kind of like yes. folk, southern rock stuff. And uh, I listen mm-hmm. to a lot of his stuff. His His album, Hallelujah Anyhow. I really like it. And the album right before it, uh, Heart Like a Levy." Um, gotcha. Uh, I also listen to um, After Hours by The Weekend again. Pretty good album.
1: Mm, great yeah. album. Great album. Um, I haven't listened to all of it, but I i love Blind Yeah, <laughs> Dude,
2: it's so good. Um, uh I discovered License to Ill by the Beastie Boys because I watched a little Rick mm-hmm. Rubin documentary who if you don't know who he is, he's like a uh he's probably produced at least one album that you really like. Like he's just like super in like all different kinds of music, but he was uh the Beastie yeah. Boys like main producer. For their, I know at least their first album, and um, and they mentioned it in a little mini, like a little short, like mini doc thing that I watched on YouTube, and so I went and listened to it, and it was it was pretty cool. I really like the instrumentals, and it takes some getting used to, like the Beastie Boys' like voices, but, Uh but Mm -hmm. um, but the instrumentals are like really good. He uh, Rick Rubin samples like Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath and like, just all kinds of stuff. But um, also. Guy I've liked for a long time, Ray Lamontan. I think that's how you say his last name. Um, he, he came Something out like with that. a new album, Monovision, good stuff. And a band that I that I stand pretty hard, uh, Three Sisters <laughs> from, from California. They make kinda like indie pop music. Um uh their last name is Haim, that's their band name. Just their last name. Heim, H A I M. And uh they came out with their third album women in music part three and i've enjoyed it a lot as well so yeah gotcha yep that's it all
0: right um yeah so we just wanted to say thanks for listening this week and remember to tune in next week where we'll take a look at dirtbag by blue face um be sure to give it a listener to you so that you can kind of have your own thoughts and um I guess mentally participate in the discussion. See, you know, if we hit on any points that you, the listener find, or, um, you know, you can agree or disagree. And then if you want to let us know, feel free to either leave a comment about your thoughts on this week's album on either YouTube, or you can tweet them at us. We're on Twitter at, at listen up pod. And that account, as well as our personal Twitter handles will be in the description of wherever you find this podcast. Um, but yeah, for now, we'll catch you next week and remember to listen up.